Hey, Chismosos. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Igby. And we are the Cheese Queens. I didn't even want you to say it that time. I wasn't going to, so <laughs> boo for you. <laughs> if you are new to the podcast, Chisme just means gossip. And we have all the tea. We have the gossip about Married at First Sight. Today we are covering Married at First Sight, Season 15, Episode 5. Before we do that, though, Igby. Do you have any cheese? I do indeed. Well, first things first, we didn't discuss our own accomplishment. We are one year old. Oh, our first birthday. We had our first birthday last month because now it's August. It's August, y'all. <laughs> you know that time actually is going faster? What do you mean? Like the rotation of the earth is faster now. So it literally time is going faster than it used to. Okay. Thanks, Bill Nye. You got it. <laughs> long time fan <laughs> it's like people are just trying to speed up the the dumpster fire that is the future i mean <laughs> i saw a meme today that was like maybe an alien abduction is the vacation i need <laughs> <laughs> i mean it has to be an improvement from what's going on here <laughs> but anyway congratulations to you lady oh. hung in there for a year same z's you Done well, kid. Thanks. <laughs> so well that we've been made. We have been Tell discovered. It's not a secret podcast anymore. We are now being followed by a season 15 cast member who has no shame, isn't even trying to hide it, not lurking or anything, just from their regular, <laughs> regular, everyday account, <laughs> is following and commenting. So if you see your friend in the in the Instagram streets, say hi or whatever. <laughs> Or maybe not. Don't give him the satisfaction. <laughs> Speaking also of anniversaries, season five, cast members Ashley and Anthony have celebrated their sixth wedding anniversary. So, you know, the couple times this does work, it seems to be <laughs> for the long run. Isn't that crazy that season five, 10 seasons ago was only six years? That is weird. That's wild. They're... Yeah, they turn it out as fast as they can. Especially considering... Two of those years were pandemic years. Right. <laughs> Wild. But congratulations to them. They seem to be yeah. on and strong, holding it down. Season 13, Johnny seems to be connected to a new lady uh, on the Reddit streets. Apparently somebody is in a uh, league with him. and Like a bowling league? I don't know what kind of league. I think probably volleyball was his thing, wasn't it? Oh, that's true. I only say that because I saw him post about being... You know, about bowling, so oh, and he's not. They were trolling him hard. It was really funny. Uh, but <laughs> they said they, uh, yeah, she's been been around. So apparently he's got a new lady in his life. So good on him, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. I think he's in Paris right now. Yeah, he's in Europe uh, for a wedding. Oh, okay. Cool. After I just said I don't check his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it just pops up. It's just... I'm, if I happen to see his stories, I happen to see. I just let them all play. <laughs> I know you were saying earlier that it was interesting that as soon as Mirla popped up with a man, he popped up with a girl. Yep. I wonder what, and we have we seen them together recently? I don't know. Um, do, do they were in Europe. Like each other? Like each other? I don't know about all that, but I know they <laughs> went to, they were in Europe together with Brett and Rachel earlier in the summer. Oh, you know like what? That yeah, was the last right. time. We yeah. saw them all, or the two of them together. 
in other singles news, drunk and drunker are <laughs> creating a, a Bumble profile. Yes. Yeah. So it's um, done. It's oh, there. Okay. Well, drinking partners, Virginia and Clara, for some reason, I don't even know how that, like, what is the purpose of having a joint? They want account? to, like, I think I, I watched the video a while back, so I can't remember all the details, but they want to date best friends so that they can go on group dates all the time, basically. Are we 12? That's the stupidest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. But we'll see what how that works out. But that's them. not how it, yeah, like, that's not how it works. Like, there's not also other people with joint Bumble Exactly, accounts. exactly. So you're only getting one half of the story and then you're, like, then you're just gonna, like, get hooked up with his lame-ass friend? Yep. Or what if you're, like, interested in one but not the other one? Like, how does that all work? I it's like, know. oh, no, I was swiping right on Clara, not Drunky. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid and weird. I don't know what kind of vie for attention this is, but okay. And that's, and that's what it is. You know, they're just doing it for more followers, for free dates, for attention. That's it. Get a hobby. <laughs> Besides drinking. I'm only going in on them because they're like every time they post something together, they're like sloshed. It's like, why are you putting this on the internet? Stop, please. <laughs> like with the wine glass in the hand or out at the bar, like everything they post. I wonder Sorry. how they their employers feel about them always being drunk online. Mm, I don't know. I guess as long as you're doing your job and don't show up to work like that. I guess. Who are me to judge? <laughs> And if you're not mentioning said company or whatever where you work. That's true. They have done good on that. We'll see if it lasts. <laughs> uh, but lastly, it looks like season 11 just showed up on Netflix. So people are starting to watch that don't watch it in real time or cut the cord or whatever and don't have lifetime to watch. Um, so it looks like Karen had to post... Um, about people getting into her mentions and getting into her DMs and comments and stuff being really hateful uh, based on them watching season 11 now, even though her and Miles are clearly still together. Um, for some reason, people still feel the need to like slam her and I guess their perception of her. She had to post that, you know, this is TV, this is edited for your entertainment. If something doesn't make sense that's happening on the show, there's probably a reason. There's no need to send nasty comments and messages. There's nothing else I can do. This is already two, three years ago. Just stop. There's no point. We are still together. What is there a need for you to comment for? Right. What 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 are they commenting about? I didn't watch that season, so I'm not sure. I she didn't say specifically. The only thing I can th a lot of people didn't like that she well, one, she found out who he was on the wedding day. Well, Duh. she got a text the morning of the wedding day with his information and she was oh. able to like google him and yeah it was like mm, i don't like well, it well how'd she get that I, I think maybe a producer accidentally sent it to her or oh. somehow it got leaked to her yeah and so that was one thing uh, she almost didn't go through with it but went ahead and then <laughs> um she didn't like how sensitive miles is and mm -hmm. kind of like i don't know I don't, she didn't like trash him about it but she kind of made it like a thing mm -hmm. 
and so a lot of people didn't like that kind of like uh like a gender norms kind of thing yeah and he's also uh um has mental health things going on and oh okay okay which he was very open with her about and i guess i don't know people didn't like the way that she took it at first yeah well at the end of the day like she said this is you know and we trash everybody here we do but we also know they're real life people and this is entertainment we don't know these people and this is just supposed to be fun like we're not out there going into people's dms and saying obscene things or shooting them down personally i mean like we're not doing that this is just for fun so it's a show get over it yes we talk our shit here but like you're saying it's not personal we're not personally attacking these people like for what we don't know them this is a tv show we know it's heavily produced and heavily edited so i don't know why anybody would take this shit which i don't know why anybody would take this seriously anyway like it's again it's tv and she had to uh end her post with saying don't leave me a message saying just ignore them because people are like taking it to another level apparently yeah how awful like you really have that time that's pathetic that's what she said it's a reflection of how dumb lonely and gullible you are yep she says it's mainly women but sometimes men too and it's pathetic awful but yeah uh, um amani came to her defense as well she reposted karen's post and you know doubled down and said don't send you know hate mail to her friends you again can see they're still together still happy so Mm -hmm. why you choose to send a nasty message from an assumption you made from a tv show is dumb so yeah the consequences yep. of putting your life on TV. Indeed. And she wasn't even that bad. <laughs> Wait till they put, uh, what's his face? Blessed right? on Netflix. That's going to blow oh, up God. all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man, Clara no. and Virginia are going to have a new wave of hate too. Jeez. Oh, no. Yup. Because it really didn't get crazy until. Yeah, that's that when it really started then. picking up steam. Yeah. That's when they started t- changing their tactics production-wise. Yeah. So that Damn, should be Daniel. interesting. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yup. Ooh. Ooh. Now I kind of can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I take back everything I said about people bringing up old shit. <laughs> All right. I got a few things. First and foremost, there was a press release saying season 16 and 17 are a go for Married at First Sight. So we will get this show for two more seasons at least. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know why they needed to do that. We already knew that because they're already casting. It was announced. Was it this week that they announced that season 17 is? Oh, okay. It's Denver. Yes. Yes. So any chismosas in Denver, if you are trying to find a bay, apply. They're looking for you. If they haven't already found you because this show is heavily recruited and not organic like they want you to believe. Mm-hmm. These people on this show have never heard of it before except for one or two because they got recruited by production. <laughs> oh, here's a weird thing. Um, I was at the rim yesterday. For those who don't know, that's a like outdoor shopping center. Yes. And we drove past Jared's. And what does it say under Jared's? James Allen. Shut up. I can't shut up. Really? So Jared's is now Jared's James Allen. Uh, Isn't that weird? Well, how come nobody said he went to James Allen's? (laughs) 
right? That would have been perfect. So I don't know if this is like a rebranding because I know with my own company, not my own company, but the company I work for, they went through a rebranding and they would put like our new name powered by our old name. So people know that they're there's a transition. Yeah. And then over time, the new logo is getting bigger and the old logo is getting smaller. So I wonder if that's what's happening. I don't know. I guess we should have, I should have looked into that more, but that was just yesterday. Interesting. I thought so. I know somebody on Reddit said that after watching the episode, they started getting the targeted uh, ads on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. Like damn computers always listening. (laughs) I know it. Super crazy. Uh, Next thing I have is there's a video creator called Nelson Production. And I noticed all of Mark the Shark stuff was like, professionally done and that he one on one of them he tagged this nelson production so i clicked on it and it looks like they're making videos for olajuwon katina mark of course and mike on not necessarily their businesses but kind of just like you know beautiful videos katina's just being cute in all of the video and and that's it <laughs> it's like i think that her video says good vibes and it's just her being you know, herself. And then I think Mike's was promoting his fitness company. And then Olajuwon, I've only seen him in like suits and no shirt on. So it's just him, you know, walking around trying to look Suit. cool. Yeah. There's one like he's getting out of like a fancy car. And then, you know, and then Mark, you know, promoting his stuff, his switch ups and his polos and his hoodie. <laughs> They're all all videos are Nelson Productions. I just thought it was interesting. Hey, man, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. All right. And the next section is a little bit of spoilers. So if you don't want to know, skip ahead a little bit. So spoiler number one, Nate and Stasha have matching tattoos. And they got married on 2-2-22. I think that's cool. <laughs> Do we know anything about these tattoos? Are they like Olajuwon's giant dumb tattoo? Well, I, they have a picture of Stasha's and it's on like the outside of her hand. Mm, okay. So very visible in Roman numerals. I don't okay. know what... Um, Beyonce. <laughs> I don't know where his is. And the next one I have... Okay, so you know how last time we were speculating about... Morgan and Ben in the next episode, it looks like, where she's crying, saying he broke her trust, yada, yada, yada. And we assumed it was something about sex. Like she didn't want, you know, they're going to have sex and he's going to talk about it to everyone and call his mom and everyone, right? Um, Well, that's what our assumption was and that hurt her feelings, right? But there is a little bit of a speculation that she lied about something on her application. I don't know what that is. But she tells Ben, Ben shares it with everyone. And that's why she's pissed. So there is more speculation that it's maybe about finances or a family issue or something like that. What do you think it is that would make her so upset? I don't know. And that they wouldn't find out in vetting her. Well, someone finds out. I mean, why would you bring it up that you're a liar on... I know you tell your husband everything, but if it's... Well, then it has to be a big deal. Why, uh, Like, if it was, like, a minor thing, you wouldn't really tell your husband. But if it was a big thing, you'd probably tell him, right? Yeah, and then why would he repeat it? Because he's an idiot. I don't know. (laughs) He 
he's a goofball. That's true. He probably yeah. said it in passing and didn't even realize it till it was too late. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't seem to have much of a, I don't want to say social filter, but I don't know. He's just, a, he's immature is what I would say. <laughs> yeah. This week's after party also aligns with that. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> I'm so glad you watched. Only because it's like, without the commercials, it's only like 15 minutes. So I can oh, that's not bad. stomach it. <laughs> Damn commercials, man. They're out of control. They Damn really are. But yeah, that's all I have. Uh, you want to jump into the episode? Let's do it. All right. But before that, if you guys have any more chisme, go ahead and send it to us via social media. You can DM us on Instagram at Podcast and on Twitter at Queens. And on Wednesdays, Ikby always uh, hosts a live tweet on Twitter. And it's always a good time, right? <laughs> it's fun. It's fun there. You would know. I peek in there once in a while. <laughs> yeah, every Wednesday you ask me if I'm going to do it even though you already set me up to do it here. <laughs> no, you already told I them just, I'm doing it. No, no, no. If you if the, something had come up, like you're ill or something, I'd say, um, we're not going to do the live tweet. That's all I would say. I don't have to give an explanation or anything like that because it's your life and then people, it doesn't matter. You do you. Shut up. I take care of you, boo. Whatever. I always give you a choice. <laughs> you love it. Get to the damn episode. <laughs> Wait, before that, if you are enjoying our podcast, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That's how people can find us. We haven't said that in a very long time. And uh, yeah. It helps us out a lot. It really, really does. And it would be really nice if you did so. But all right, let's get in the episode. Married at First Sight, Season 15, Episode 5. Igby, hit me with the title. Everything will be okay. Mm-mm. See what they did there? Yeah. Puns are puns are like the lowest form of humor. It's making me laugh because I just saw a video or an Instagram video of this little boy like going up about corn. Oh yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> Have a corn basket day. What? It's just a pun about corn. <laughs> so cute. That's different because he's precious. If it was a grown ass man saying have a corn tastic day, like fuck off. <laughs> Go away, weirdo. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's my energy right now. I don't care. Get that corn up <laughs> out of my face. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Uh, let's start with Stasha and Nate, who had a super steamy, sexy shower last episode that was filmed for entirely too long. And we were debating, did they or didn't they? And it looks like they did not smash, according to Stasha. And Nate, Nate confirms. He says, she wants it, though. Uh, he's such a dog. I hate he it. He is, right? He is. Ew. And that shot of him. So they're getting into the hot tub for their tequila and breakfast. That's not and a thing. That's not a thing, right? I didn't think so. <laughs> I Never like, have Dude. I ever had shots at breakfast or brunch. They were just baby shots. It doesn't matter. They were baby shots. Even sometimes like a mimosa too early is a little bit much <laughs> it's only nine o'clock dog not if you've been drinking early night <laughs> just keep it going can't yeah. day drink if you don't start in the morning that's right so I mean, I yeah that look he has of filming her getting into the hot tub 
closing doing close-ups of her butt and she looks amazing don't get me wrong she looks great in that bathing suit but him like sticking his tongue out and filming her butt i'm like yeah that's your wife behind her back like she's totally unconscious she doesn't even know what's happening yeah she's trying to figure out if this is grape jelly or strawberry she's just trying to get in the hot tub without falling on her face because you know it's wet (laughs) i bet it is oh my god don't 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 anyway style comedy 12 year old is your style comedy today (laughs) yeah what's been out Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah pervy little boy is my energy today excellent excellent should be a good show (laughs) it's perfect for this episode because baby they were right they really really were they really were um but stasha said you know she knows her husband now and that he has experience so things happened and she's intrigued she's liking this aspect of their marriage and she wants to build that sexual tension before they have sex so it's probably gonna happen sooner than later but why i mean all you're doing is hurting yourself if you want to do it do it yeah but i could see her point in that she wants to get to know him a little more because it's all superficial so far. All right, next time we see them, they're on an ATV. These things scare me. They're too fast. All I could think of is her busting her ass like Britney from 90 Day Fiance and having to have like a full <laughs> oh, body cast. Yes. Oh my God. Jeez. Well, thankfully that didn't happen. Um, did you notice that they're wearing hubby and wifey tees and he cut the sleeves off? Yep. Where'd he get them scissors? I Because they got those at the resort. Yes. They were on the bed. So, yeah, you took time to do this. Little modification there. Um, That's all right, I guess. So they're getting ready for their little ATV adventure. She's kind of struggling putting on all the things, you know, the helmet and the, what is that thing called? Bandana, the goggles, all that stuff. And instead of helping his wife, he's taking selfies on his ATV when he's all geared up. So he thinks he's hot shit, looks real good, whatever. Gotta do it for the grand, baby. I guess. If you don't have a picture, it never happened. Duh. (laughs) And this continues. They start riding and they start off together. Everything's fine so far. And she does point out that she is curious to see how he's going to act because she wants a husband who's going to be attentive and, you know, wants to make sure she's okay and, and all that kind of stuff. But Um, yeah, she goes ahead and keeps going and she looks behind and he's not there. What is he doing? Taking video, more selfies, taking his time, maybe doing a live, who knows. Yeah, because he was definitely like narrating. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. And what I love is that she puts him on blast when they do get together. She's like, really, this is you? This is, this is my husband now? I'm stuck with this? You married an IG ho. Yup. And she tells him it's cool to take pictures and videos and whatever because it is a one-time experience, but she expects him to have balance and be present. And he was like, yeah, I didn't, it wasn't that much. And instead of saying, okay, you're right. I'm kind of a douche. He's like, oh, I see what you mean. Like, doesn't really concede or anything. Yeah. And this is, I think, part of their age starting to show. It's like, I'm grown. I don't have time to be doing this. Exactly. Slowly, slowly unraveling the story here, which is very interesting to me. And then we get a little snippet of them getting ready to go for their dinner. Nate's already ready to go, says he's been ready 
for a bit. He got ready in 30 minutes and he asks her, how long does it usually take her to get ready and go out? And she's like, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours. And this is like appalling to him. He does not like this. <laughs> I don't understand why he's confused. That's pretty, pretty reasonable. Like start to finish. If you've got a shower, mm-hmm. pick an outfit iron your outfit if that needs to be done if you're doing your hair obviously she straightens her hair and she Mm -hmm. has quite a bit of it so that's gonna take a minute if you're doing a full beat of makeup that's gonna take a minute this isn't unreasonable at all yeah and she does point out if she's just going to pop out in the at the grocery store sweatpants no makeup whatever she's ready in 15 so that's also reasonable like that's not surprising to me whatsoever me either it takes me 30 minutes to get ready to do this podcast I know that's right. I look like trash. (laughs) Same, same. So, yeah. So then we actually see them at this dinner. But I did think it was funny that, okay, maybe it did take a long time because they were the only ones that had dinner at nighttime. It was like dark outside. Everybody else, it was like sunset. (laughs) I was like, oh, maybe she was taking a minute. Maybe they were just like switching them out. Okay, you're done. Come in. You're done. Come in. also true. They had time slots, so she... And then she does point out that she's never late, so she does things accordingly. And you know production does have a schedule, so... Right. So at this dinner, Stasha brings up that her mom loves him and that she thinks that they are perfect together. She sees why they're matched right away. But she also has brought up the bankruptcy. And they kind of gloss over this really quickly, He's like, yeah, my credit's already back to normal. No problem. Is this going to hurt us in the future? Um, No, no, should be good. But from what I know about bankruptcy, it's on your record for like six or seven years or something like that, right? Bankruptcy, I think, is 10. But even like if there, he talks about there was uh, debts associated with this. If you were like defaulted on something, that's, yeah, going to be seven years. So I don't know what kind of fucking magical credit he has where in six months everything just goes back to normal and like I don't even think a damn late payment is cleared up in six months where it's not affecting your score well yeah I didn't even think about that but you bring up the debts well the debts don't go away until they're paid off right so they I think they get rid of everything and then uh what you owe on some of the things you have to pay it back but they do like payment plans or something like that I don't know I have good credit like Jose so I don't have these problems I have okay credit. (laughs) It ain't bad, but I bought a house. So there. (laughs) Yeah, I was really surprised she like accepted this answer. Uh, Same. I'm like, what kind of magic, not sex, sex did he do on her where she was like, it's just a yellow flag. (laughs) She does say, though, finances are important to her. She does not want to struggle. If it was me, I'd say... Show me your credit report, please. I'd want more information. All three, please. (laughs) Yeah, let's pull all three bureaus. (laughs) She does ask for a post-nup, to which he says, we've already seen it. You don't have faith in your boy? Absolutely not. (laughs) Especially not now. Right. But he does say yes. He's like, whatever makes you comfortable, which is solid on him. Good for him, because that's a make or break for her. And he probably knows that. But he does say it hurts his feelings because it feels like she doesn't trust trust him. She don't know you. It's been three days. <laughs> Not hasn't it only been two? I don't. I thought nonetheless, it was... it's less than a week. Yeah. Why would she trust you? She don't know you. 
Mm-mm. Maybe he means in the span of the experiment, like if no. they got to the end and she still wanted it, that would show that she hadn't learned in their time together to trust him. Whatever. No, thanks. <laughs> You're not getting my properties. Right. If I had her, what it sounds like she has, you know, quite a bit of wealth. I'd be down to the nitty gritty. Let me see, please. Next thing they bring up is kids. And he basically says, well, you're old, so what's your timeline? (laughs) She says, it's a year. And his response is, oh, my timeline was going to be two, three years. A year is like super quick. And she's like, yeah, well, we'll see where we're at in a year and we can evaluate the situation. Because if we're rocky, we're not bringing kids into this world, which is very reasonable. And he's like, well, yeah, I want to have kids with the right person. And she's like, "Um, that's me. That's why we did this, because I'm the right person, remember? (laughs) And that's pretty much where they leave off for the whole episode. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think, I don't know. I think she will get digmatized and it'll work out. I think they'll be all right. I hate it. hate it. But I hope she's smart about it and keeps everything separate with one joint bank account to pay bills. (laughs) That she's the primary on. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I know, I know. All right, next couple. Do you want to take uh, Lindy and Miguel? I always want to say E. Miguel. <laughs> they were a lot this episode. Oh, they were. Yeah. Miguel, I don't know what you're doing, bro, but you're <laughs> taking a turn. The internet is just going against you. <laughs> I hope you get it together soon. <laughs> but anyway, we open with them waking up in bed and like, Okay, every time they show them waking up, why is she, like, in his face, like, hitting him in the face or touching his face? <laughs> like, that's how she wakes him up. It's weird. Apparently. But you also have to keep in mind, they're both mic'd up and ready to go. They've already been awake. So then it makes even less sense for her to be, like, slapping him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but they say they both slept good the night before. Lindy says that, actually, this was the first night that she's had good sleep in the last few weeks. And, um, Miguel... Miguel. <laughs> he Miguel. said that last episode too, and I just let it go. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Miguel jokes that uh, he's glad that she was able to see past his snoring. Um, she thought it was funny. Okay. He's like cartoon characters. Yeah. <laughs> I know there was a dude that I was involved with. Yeah. <laughs> and he like had legit sleep apnea, and it freaked me out. <laughs> Like, I remember the first time we watched a movie and he fell asleep during the movie. And then, like, it was like, like, it was like he'd snore and then it would stop. And then he would be like gasping to like catch up his breath. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, bro, get a sleep study done. Yeah, that's not, you're not breathing. That's bad. So, uh, yeah, that it was a trigger for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of, like, those old school cartoons, like Popeye and stuff. Whenever, like, they show sleeping, it's always, like, this ridiculous cartoon character kind of snore. Or, like, when they have, like, a like a handkerchief over their face and it, like, goes up in the <laughs> air and comes back down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Uh, So then they're having breakfast and Lindy starts talking about how she grew up. We learn that she was previously engaged in uh, her early college years, which I don't think she'd mentioned before. Mm -mm. Okay. She says that her and that partner ended up moving in together and she lost her virginity to this guy. But once they did start living together, 
and having deeper conversations, it seemed like their life plans didn't necessarily align um, as much as they thought they would. He wanted to move back to the Midwest and start a family uh, right after graduation. And she wanted to continue and go to grad school. So that's two very different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. And she tells Miguel that basically this is the only man she's ever loved. So that ended when she was 23 and now she's 29 and she hasn't had that kind of feeling again in that time span. He he acts like this is weird. It doesn't seem very weird to me that that's, it sounds like she doesn't, I don't know. She's not all, like when you meet somebody you know, whether it's going to be good or not. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, let's go on more dates or whatever. And it seems like she knows what real love is. So she knows what it's not. And she's just going to move it along. You know what I mean? But he acts like it's some, like, oh, that's it? And too, I think it might not have even been that big of a priority for her. Like, if you get to the point where you're already engaged, you know, and that doesn't work out, Maybe that's not something you want to jump into again very quickly. And especially if you're in grad school and trying to be a damn doctor, I doubt you have a whole lot of free time to be romancing and whatnot. Got bigger (laughs) fish to fry. This is true, too. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it is a different time in her life. But this also got me thinking, like, how religious is she? Because, you know, I know she's waiting to have sex with Miguel, right? But... She moved in with this guy, not married, and had sex with him. But she brings up, like, I don't know, sacrilegious jokes and stuff later on, which you'll touch on. But so, like, where's the line? Like, is she is she still Seventh-day Adventist or not? I don't think so. But I think it's something that was, like, so ingrained in her, in her, like, upbringing that she, well, she even talks about it, how she still has that, like, guilt and mm. shame and that kind of stuff because it was just drilled so hard. Right. And she's trying to work on it, but, you know, progress is a slow process, as they say. Yeah. Interesting. Indeed. Uh, Miguel says that for him, the last few years, uh, in the relationships that he's been in, there's been some kind of missing component, and that's why he hasn't settled down, basically. And then they both kind of just talk about their vulnerabilities and how that works for them. Uh, Lindy says that for her, love is a choice, but Miguel says it's a feeling for him. He can't just choose to love. Yeah. I'm holding in those middle schooler jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. You can let them fly. I um, will make fun of you, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try to be an adult today. <laughs> I don't know. When he brings up his boner later. He might have some jokes. You know me. <laughs> can't let a perfectly good boner go by. <laughs> so before that, we see them at dinner and... Um, they're toasting some champagne. They bring up the whole eye contact thing where, you know, you have to look someone in the eye when you toast or else it's seven years bad sex, they say. I've never heard that ever. Really? Yeah. No way. No, I haven't. I was like, what are they talking about? I didn't know it was a thing. I feel like I've probably said to you, we got to look in the eye. <laughs> I've never heard that. I promise. I think you're just old and forget. Okay. That maybe that. <laughs> Because I'm almost certain, because it is a thing. Well, it's dumb. (laughs) And not true. (laughs) Uh, So then there's talking, and randomly she asks him what year he graduated high school, and he says 2003. Now, is Miguel, like, a genius? How is he younger than us and graduated before us? (laughs) 
Well, he is a genius. He's a neuroscientist. I was going to say, he's pretty dang smart. I was like, wait a minute. This, the math isn't mathing. And that's why. Uh, but Lindy is like rude. And she's like, oh, I graduated in 2011. Why are you so old? But then they go on and she asks him about his childhood and his upbringing. He says that he grew up in Queens uh, until he was 10. And that's when his parents got divorced and his dad took him back to Puerto Rico. He says that caused him to have a bit of an identity crisis because he looked the part, but couldn't speak Spanish at all, which I thought was interesting, like at all. I mean, I I don't think it's that weird of our generation, at least for, you know, the Latin community. I don't speak Spanish. My parents and my grandparents' priority was for me to speak English well because they've experienced so much prejudice. So, like, it took forever for my grandpa to get a job after um, his shipping business. Uh, There was, like, a strike or something, and he had to go get a a job um, and on land. (laughs) And wherever he went, you know, because his English was broken, they would not hire him. So it's it, and even in a town where everybody speaks Spanish, they would not hire him um, because of his broken English. So it even when we were born, my grandparents would tell my parents, make sure you know don't talk to them in Spanish. They need to know English. Of course, when we grew up, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe your kids don't know Spanish. And then of of course, working in retail and stuff like that, that was a nightmare because I'd get people speaking to me in Spanish, and they're like, I don't I don't know what you're saying. And the look of disgust from other brown people at me is just like appalling i'm like come on you speak english (laughs) i know you speak english (laughs) i had the same experience i'm like i don't know why you think i know spanish (laughs) i'm black (laughs) (laughs) so it yeah of our of our generation i'm not surprised he didn't know uh spanish until he moved to puerto rico that sucks could you imagine i mean yes (laughs) yeah But I mean, if it was something totally for like, if you just got dropped off in France. Right, right, right. Um, But yeah, he says that at that point that caused him to retreat in. And that's when he started with the comic books and gaming and all the nerd stuff. Yeah. Fun fact. I listened to a whole podcast this week about uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And makes you want to play? I had no idea what they were talking about the whole like hour and a half. (laughs) Why did you listen? Because it's a podcast I listen to every week. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe they would talk about maybe something else, but no, it was just about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I was like, I they could have been speaking Spanish because I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> and on another podcast that I listened to, the host just found out that their daughter, I think she's maybe like eight or nine, is playing Dungeons and Dragons. She thought she was going to like some summer program and like taking acting classes, but really it's Dungeons and Dragons and she had no idea. <laughs> So her daughter popped up this week and is like, yeah, I'm the dungeon master this week. She's like, what are you talking about? Damn. I mean, it um, could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> anyway, uh, he goes on and is telling uh, Lindy that he, um, his mom suffers from schizophrenia and that's what broke their family down, basically. It wasn't until he was an adult that he really realized what all that means. At the time, you know, you're just a kid and you just know your mom's not there. Uh, but as an adult, especially with his background um, and his you know, field of study, he knows that actually she was really going through hell and having a really hard time. 
he talks about how he feels bad because he was really cold to her when he was young because he didn't understand what was happening, that she was always reaching out to him and that he knew that she cared about him and all that stuff, but he just thought she abandoned him. So he mm-hmm. wasn't receptive to any of her, you know, outreach. Yeah. So sad. I know. And then she starts talking about, well, she first says that she's really impressed by the empathy and compassion that he has now. And um, then she starts to talk about her own parents' divorce. She says that her dad served her mom when she was in the eighth grade. And for her, it was such a messy situation that it was kind of a good thing. Yeah. She said that even at the time, uh, her she spent a summer with her high school boyfriend's family and got to see how a happy, healthy marriage and relationship was in his parents, which I thought was interesting. I did too. I was like, whoa. I would not let my high school aged kid go away with their boyfriend's family for a summer. Absolutely not. (laughs) Asking for a baby. (laughs) Yup. Miguel says that basically with everything, he just tries not to take it personally. At the end of the day, as you get older, you start to realize, oh, your parents are like people, like regular people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they have their own things going on. So he says that he just takes it as as it is. She thanks him for sharing and he says, you're welcome. Uh, She tells him that this is how she kind of wants to build closeness with him, having these deep conversations and getting to know him more. She says that the wall that she has up is more like a hedge that you could, you know, step over if you needed to or you could peek through. (laughs) It's not like a brick wall. Right. He's shown her that he can open up and be vulnerable during these conversations. And that's making those walls come down even faster. So they seem to be on an okay track. Yeah, they're cute. But here comes the cringe, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So their honeymoon activity is spa day. So they're at this like waterfall, pool, hot tub situation at the resort. And Miguel says everything is going great. They're having a good time together. He's really enjoying her company. So he's happy. Uh, We see them go into the hot tub and he's telling her that he's very attracted to her and he senses that she's attracted to him as well, mainly because she can't shut up about it. And uh, in a voiceover, he says they do have sexual tension and they, quote, haven't quite consummated their marriage, but they're working on it. What (laughs) does this mean? What base are, are we on? Second base, third base, three and a half? Like, where are we at? I'm thinking third for sure. Both ways? Yeah, I would hope so. You only give it to get it. Yeah, and I think he's giving to get more and she's blocking it. (laughs) She's like, no, this is good enough. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for that. (laughs) Appreciate you. (laughs) I don't know. But he goes on to say that he's been trying to make moves and she's not really going for it. And she's being very diplomatic about it. She's not trying to be hurtful or, you know, hurt his feelings or anything like that. But she's trying to let him down easy. And it goes back to them in the hot tub. And then they start having the weird religion sex conversation. It's super duper awkward. He's like trying to make these jokes and she's not going for it. But They're not funny to her at all. And he keeps on and Mm -hmm. she's just like, no, you're not setting the mood, bro. Nah. Then this is when she starts talking about how she has a complicated relationship with, you know, sex and religion because of her strict upbringing. It's, again, kind of drilled into them to abstain and all that kind of stuff, which she didn't do because she lost her virginity to her fiance. And that's been a bit of an identity crisis for her. 
because she's got that shame and guilt, you know, in the back of her mind that she's trying to work through. And she tells him that consummating the marriage is a really big deal for her because it means a lot. He says, on the other hand, it's just a way to show affection. He feels attracted to her and he wants to express himself in a sexual way. It's just, I just want to show you that I like you with my boner. (laughs) It's like classic um, high school boyfriend move. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, he says that he needs to have sex to see if they have that chemistry because it's sounding like a deal breaker for him. It cuts back to them in the spa and they're still just kind of talking uh, about how they've had all these intense conversations and whatnot. And then, like you said, Miguel pulls the OG high school player move of, do you want a massage? (laughs) Never once in the history of men has a massage been given without false pretenses ever. Yep, I agree. There's always an ulterior motive. Always. Never once ever. (laughs) No matter how little or long you've been in the relationship, this is, you're never going to get a good solid massage because it's always going to end with more. Hopefully. (laughs) So she agrees to this massage and she like lays out and he gets started and then he pulls another OG move and like straddles her. (laughs) So he, it's so he could get a better grip. That's all. Sure. Sure. You know, he was working at a weird angle, so he just needed to, you know, come around like they do at like massage and VR. They do this all the time. (laughs) It's professional. Uh, so yeah, then he continues to give her the massage and then they start like, he starts joking around that in 30 years when he's wrinkly and missing a teeth or two, if she's still going to be attracted to him. And they're just like laughing and joking. He makes sure to tell the camera to get his boner and she's like trying to tap him out, like, shut up. <laughs> it's just like, oh, why did you say that? You knew they were going to use that. Why did you say that? <laughs> I know. I know. Did you notice that he kisses with his eyes open like a weirdo? Yes. <laughs> when they were in the pool and they had like the waterfall over them. Yes. I was like, oh, no, thank you. I once had a friend who was super religious, uh, but still really awesome. Not like those people who want to push all their agenda on you. Like really awesome person. And she met this guy and they really connected. They did not have sex until actual sex penetration sex until marriage but he told her that this was like even though they were not having sex it was like the best sexual tension he had no problems marrying her because he knew it was going to be amazing because they had amazing chemistry so his uh, you know how he's going about it is like i said super high school boyfriend mode because you can tell i believe in their instance and they've been married for a while and they look super super happy so i know i know it works if they're gonna go this route but i'm of the you know to each their own but i am of the person of you gotta try before you buy but in this case they already bought it so try it (laughs) try it (laughs) why not because jesus is watching you because you can tell they have good chemistry so him saying i gotta i gotta figure it out and then I'll know, no, that's not true, sir. You you know, you know it's going to be good. It could not. You never know. It could be, you know, her, maybe she has lack of experience. I don't know. Maybe she lost her virginity. It was the one time thing and she didn't want to do it again until marriage. So, but in that case too, like, all you got to do is practice. He says later he's cool with that. 
Miguel, what are you doing, bro? Your colors are showing. You know, and it's it could be the case of like, and I think I get this vibe from Ben too. Like they're just so they're super big nerds and they have a committed person and this is like a for sure they're gonna have sex now so they're excited and not playing it cool whatsoever that's the vibe i get from both of them hot mess <laughs> here's the hot mess this is the most cringy couple ever alexis and justin the whole time i'm going Bleh. <laughs> the whole time <laughs> so is she and so is she she is strange she is a strange woman so it starts off with them going horseback riding. Justin makes comments like, that you had to be like super rich to do this. No, no, you can go horseback riding for 30 bucks. You don't, <laughs> it's not for the elite, Justin. Come on now. But that's in Texas. I don't know. So they're making out. There's a lot of PDA. It's super gross. And she makes a, you know, they're looking at the horses and stuff. And she's like, oh, I want one that goes super fast. And he says, well, just don't slap its ass, like, in a jealous way. Are you jealous of the horse? That's weird. And then they make, you know, comments about, oh, you you want to talk, you slap my ass all the time, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, come on. Nobody wants to know this. Nobody wants to imagine Justin having sex. Why did you even have to say it? Sorry. <laughs> and what was her outfit? I was like, why would you wear... The most nip-slipping outfit possible to go horseback riding. <laughs> They're not going that fast. It's Well, on After Party, and just, oh, Justin, I, what is your problem? On After Party, he was, they were saying that there was a point where the horses did take off, and she was having a good old time. But then, of course, he takes this opportunity to bring up his balls. And what? he was saying that the horse was going too fast and he was smashing his balls. And then they show a clip of him talking about the horse smashing his balls. And I'm like, just for real, <laughs> every every episode. Oh. I can't do it. Every episode. And on After Party too. Goddamn. Mm -mm -mm. Hard pass. No thanks. So uh, there is there is an ITM where Justin is just going on and on about how much he loves being married and he's just gushing about his bride and whatnot. And in her ITM, she's like, I already know he loves me. I can tell that he loves me. And she's just kind of cocky about it. And then when they're sitting down though, after horseback riding, they're chatting and he's telling her that, you know, he's taking his role seriously. He's always going to have her back. His role is to protect her as the man. And she, you know, says that she feels that and it does make her happy but ew emotions that kind of reminded me of you a little bit ew emotions <laughs> don't you dare compare me to her <laughs> compare her to me <laughs> all right all right so then she says that she's having a hard time with this because if he makes her too happy he can also make her too sad which makes sense but it also makes sense why she's never been in a she has never accepted her three proposals. Then we see them having dinner. And she says, that, you know, again, that he's showing all his cards at once. She knows exactly what he's thinking. She doesn't have to guess about his feelings. But she doesn't want him to be the main source of her happiness. She doesn't want him to have that kind of control. And at this point, he tells her that he loves her. That he's loved her since he saw her. And too soon. Just way too soon, bro. Why would you say this? And he keeps going, does that scare you? Does that scare you? Yes. She says it once. She doesn't say yes, but it does scare her because she wants to run away. 
And she laughed straight up in his face. Screen laughs in his face. Yes. No tact whatsoever. And he pushes further. You know, he's crying at some point. And he says, well, can you see yourself saying I love you? And she's like, not for the, not this moment. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it until I know for sure. And he then goes on and on. And he's like, I think you're perfect. You make it so easy. And he, that's just what he feels. He generally wants to spend the rest of his life with her. Does it feel like I love you? And he says, yes. He says that her actions are more than words. And he just wants her to be more aware of where he stands. Like she doesn't know. Too soon. But that's all I have on them. Thank God. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I, get, I get being all in. I get trying your best for the experiment, right? I understand that. But saying you're in love with a complete stranger, you don't know her at all. How can you be in love with her? It was love at first sight. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's not a thing. That just means you like what you see. That's what that means. He loves it and he's in love with her. <laughs> no. Even though she audibly gagged. <laughs> Almost threw up telling you that she likes you. Oh my gosh. Was there any cheese made from the uh, after party on, on them? Other than the balls? Mm, no, not really. Nothing's sticking out. Well, Keisha's like, okay, even though Alexis is saying one thing, she's definitely into you. So don't even worry about it. I agree. I agree. But why not play it cool until it's a reasonable amount of time and you actually know the person? And this is just vacation. This is vacation, bride. You don't know how she is when we when you get home and share a space. This is true. He might be talking different i don't know or she might i don't know she's just bizarre and annoying and i can't stand her and i wish they weren't on this show <laughs> <laughs> uh, as long as we don't have to hear her cry again i think i'll be good <laughs> i don't want to hear her anything again her voice is so annoying and <laughs> screaming and yelling and like that alone would be like i can't be married to you you too loud <laughs> but him like saying i already know i want you to have my kids and uh -uh. I want to be with you forever and you're going to be my lifetime partner. I'm like, in two days. Two days. Mm -mm. Two sleeps. You know this already. Two sleeps. <laughs> Ridiculous. Indeed. All right. Let's move on to Kristen and Mitch. Go for it. This was awkward. Uh, you think? <laughs> this is bizarrely awkward. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the internet's had a lot to say about them too. <laughs> Mitch, I would not want to be in your DMs right now because, baby, them shits is on fire. Yeah, he's confusing. So we see them at the beach. They're doing their honeymoon activity of going paddle boarding. And an ITM, Mitch kind of brags that this is something that he does and he's pretty good at it. And he's confident that it's going to be a fun activity for them. But then we see them paddle boarding. And I don't know if he's trying to give her a matching uh, brain injury so they can, like... <laughs> have solidarity band-aids together because he's like eating it and constantly bailing and i'm like okay mr professional paddleboard usa doesn't look <laughs> like you're so great at it but they go back to the beach and they sit down and they're talking for a little bit mitch looks stupid as hell with this dumbass hat on i don't know how she's even taking him seriously but she is <laughs> the sun igby the sun 
doesn't want melanoma. Get an adult tat. <laughs> so they start talking about the matchmaking process, and Kristen says that it took her days to fill out the 567 questionnaire. <laughs> and she said that one of the non-negotiables for her uh, was someone with passion. She said that she specifically wrote that she wanted somebody that was passionate about their career and that she isn't wasteful, but it's nice that he reminds her to be as responsible as she can as far as his environmentalist shit goes. I think it's extremely annoying, but if you like <laughs> it, I love it. Well, to his, to his credit, we haven't seen much of it. Just the, was it the straw? No, the cup. I mean, that's the only thing we've seen so far. We're just assuming he's annoying. Well, I'm thinking anybody that's like yelling on baristas, probably oh. doing a lot. And even yeah. on After Party, they said that um, at one point they got uh, shaved ice mm -hmm. and he refused to use a spoon and was just like taking it to the face because he didn't <laughs> want to use a plastic spoon. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that commitment. Sucks. That's sexy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just a man, just like all blue in the face. <laughs> Mitch says that he was worried that she was going to think that he was, you know, an extremist in his radical ways, but it's nice that she appreciates his little reminders. Kristen says that they have the same type of humor. Mitch says that he thinks that she is funny and they've already started uh, with the inappropriate humor with each other. So great, I guess. <laughs> And then Mitch starts to talk about how funny sex is. And Kristen is like, is it funny? <laughs> Should it be? I don't think that's the time to be laughing. <laughs> and he kind of tries to clean it up and says, well, you know, everything in the human existence and experience is funny from A to Z. So that includes sex. He's like, okay. <laughs> She's like, please don't laugh during sex. Thanks. Is he like, oh, boobies. <laughs> God. He might be because we saw him at the bachelor party. That was true. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we get an aside from Kristen where she's saying that she would be more, she would be comfortable with moving faster as far as physical interactions. She says that he's just uncomfortable at this point. And again, at this point, I don't know why in this episode, they weren't really putting the timestamp of where they are. Like, you know, yeah. they tell us what day they're on. I don't know if they wanted to, if they wanted to like bridge the gap between Ben and Morgan getting there and, you know, the other people being yeah. there. Yeah. So they're just trying to keep it vague, but I don't know why she's so pressed after like two days, like girl, mm. what are you doing? Uh, but then back at the beach, they do a pinky promise, which is their version of a kiss to keep laughing and find the beauty in each other. Okay. And keep it moving. Right. So they're not even kissing at this point. Well, hell, she says later, like, she would like for him to just brush her hand, basically. I know. I was like, damn. <laughs> uh, but next we see Mitch is on the phone with his brother, and they're talking about how the honeymoon is going. He says that he has a lot of pressure on him. On paper, he can see why he was matched with Kristen, and he's enjoying her company, but he's not feeling anything towards her physically. He says he made a vow not to lie to her, so he doesn't know basically how he's going to approach the subject and the situation. And Matt tells him, you can still follow through on your vows and make your best effort. You know, he thinks Kristen is cute and he thinks that Mitch shouldn't rule out growing in attraction to her. Uh, Mitch again says that she's an amazing person, but he's just not feeling it like that. 
Matt again tries to advise him, you know, don't do anything that's going to hurt her feelings or make her feel bad. But it is something, if you're really seriously feeling this way, it is something that you're going to need to talk about. And Mitch is on the verge of tears, basically, at this point. Again, he's putting a lot of pressure on himself and it's just building up in his head and he's just making this well he thinks it's harder than it um than he thought it was going to be so he's really like going through it in his own mind right now I know and it's it's really strange like at the end of the day the honeymoon's just supposed to be fun and getting to know each other right and it's pretty obvious he likes how she looks because I think while they were paddleboarding he was like yeah I get to see her in a bikini Mm-hmm. You know, so I, that's what I don't understand. I, I, I guess I, I really don't understand what he's trying to say, but I don't think he's saying it right because he physically, he likes how she looks. He gets along with her, you know, uh, intelligent wise. Yeah, intelligence wise. So I'm like a, a spark. This mythical spark is what he's he's missing. I just, I don't know. I don't get it. But he's, yeah, you're right. He's spiraling. He's like all in his head. So like I said before, this is when we see the ITM of Kristen where she's saying she was hoping to have a kiss or something because she's not confident that Mitch is interested in her. So she needs some kind of confirmation. Um, She meets up with him for dinner and she says today was her favorite day so far because it's the first time they've gotten to relax and have fun. Mitch thanks her for being able to take everything minute by minute and not rush things. But this is when Kristen says, even though it's only day two or three, she's sexually frustrated. (laughs) So she would be comfortable advancing in the physical aspect of their relationship. Hasn't she been single for like four or five years? Yeah, but now now it's a contract, right? She's supposed to have a husband. So I think she just expected to have, you know, a bang trip. I think she was just she already put it in her head and she's ready to go with mitch <laughs> she finds him attractive apparently oh band-aid head we don't we know too much about mitch she doesn't his lady sandals <laughs> those sandals are whack <laughs> i have those sandals <laughs> oh god um so this is when mitch kind of breaks it to her that he's not really feeling that type of way about her at this point And then, you know, the production magic, they put on the dramatic music in the background. So it's serious (laughs) now. And she kind of has a like, what the fuck face going on while he's saying all of this. And he goes on to say that it's not her, it's him. He's the one that has the issue. She's perfect. She's great. It's something with him. And she says that she gets it, but not really. She can tell by the way he looks at her that he does find her attractive, but he's saying it's goes on more than, I guess, just like the physical. Um, It's a little bit of a slower process for him. It's more about attraction. It's a whole total package thing for him. He says he could have been matched with like a supermodel, but even then he doesn't know this woman. So it's still not, that's not the end all be all for him. Yeah. Um, Now this is when I was thinking, is this all just performance anxiety? This is why he's so caught up. Oh, that's a good point. Because he's yeah. already said it's been a minute and he's, you know, out of practice. So it's yep. just like, let's just not do it at all. So that way I don't even have to <laughs> think about how trash of a lay I am. Because <laughs> then she has to make a real decision. <laughs> For real. But 
Oh, she also says that in the end, she doesn't want to like needle him about the specifics because it's just going to end up hurting her feelings. Um, So they agree they're just going to take it a day at a time. Then we get an interview with Kristen where she says she's really confused because he's constantly showing her that he's into her, but now he's saying the opposite. This is a running problem this season. Like we're doing one thing and saying something else. Mm -hmm. I'm confused. But they go back to the table and... She says that she's just going to keep doing her. You keep doing you, whatever. We're just going to try to have a good time on this honeymoon. Even though this is the worst case scenario that my husband is not attracted to me. And she starts to get teary about it. Um, She says it might have been different if they weren't having fun or having these good conversations and all that. But those two things alone are giving her the motivation to keep going. And, you know, at this point, might as well just get drunk. So fuck it. Quarter (laughs) champagne. I mean. You've already the night so i might as well at least get a buzz right right her perfect day ended in shit. <laughs> right she just got done saying man this is the, my favorite day mm-hmm. until now <laughs> so let's get lit yup which is that is exactly what they do next we see them they're having a nightcap at the pool they're shooting tequila like it's nothing they got their beer chasers Kristen says that the vibe is wild. She feels like she is on a roller coaster. One minute, Mitch is saying that he's not attracted to her. And then the next, they're eating chocolate-covered strawberries and watching the moon. She's very frustrated and very confused. But back at the pool, she commends him for bringing up the topic, even though that was probably the worst honeymoon dinner ever. Uh, (laughs) It was better to just get it out there than for him to bottle it up and then it blow up later down the line. And it also lets her know where she's standing so she's not in the dark about why he's being weird and cagey and standoffish. Um, Mitch is uncomfortable because he says, well, he feels bad about bringing it up. But in the end, he's like, you're welcome. He says he's impressed with the way that Kristen has been handling the situation and it's re-motivated him. So things are looking up. I mean, she's pretty classy. Uh, A lot of women would not have taken it as good as she did. You're like, you know what? Well, it. fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's, uh, yeah, she's, that tells me she's taking this seriously. She's going to try her best and she's just going to see what happens. So that's that on that. Um, the next scene we see of them together alone, uh, they're having a couple's massage the next day. And afterwards they sit and have a chat. She says that yesterday was crazy. <laughs> they had the intense dinner Then they had the pool session where things kind of lightened up and they were able to relax and have fun. And then they went back to the room and, you know, he put a move on her and she appreciates that. Ultimately, it was a good time. She tells him that if they would have been on more of a physical level from the beginning, um, where they would have been, you know, holding hands, kissing, all that stuff, that he could have got it last night. But because... It's not that way. And he's already expressed that he's not necessarily attracted to her. Um, You know, she put the kibosh on it. Yeah. So she's still got that guard up and she needs to make sure that where he stands. Yeah. He's having sex for the right reasons. In another like ITM moment, Mitch is telling the cameras that, you know, he's a man with needs and desires like anybody else, but he wanted to show her some affection and that he cares about her and... You know, once that ball started rolling, you know, your boy felt a little tingle in his spine. (laughs) (laughs) Kristen tells him that going forward, it would be nice for him to throw out a compliment here or there. 
um, literally about anything. And uh, it needs to come naturally, though. Don't force it. But it would help her feel wanted and sexy and good in general. Mm -hmm. Um, He says that he really respects her and understands what she's saying and what she's asking for. And Kristen, you know, ends the conversation basically saying she wants them to continue going down the same path together. And she gives him an ultimatum that if she doesn't have sex with him or get an I love you by the time decision day comes around, she's getting a divorce. And that's the only pressure she's going to put on him. That's it. Just that. Well, no, but I don't think that's unreasonable. Why would you want to spend forever with somebody you haven't had sex with? I, I'm i not going to make that commitment. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, it's happened before on this show. Well, yeah, I know that. But just, uh, anyway. It, it sounds like Mitch has no experience with women. I know he says he has, but I don't think he has. Because the basics of, you look nice today. I really like your smile. You know, any kind of bone to throw like it's not even on his radar to do something nice or polite or anything to for her confidence or character you know like not even a thought in his brain to say she looks nice today that's like a basic he's more impressed that she uh didn't use a straw (laughs) she brought her reusable tote bag more on them at the group scene because i love how she teases the group the girls (laughs) I'm like, what is this? I know. Okay, I days of our lives. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Next, we got Morgan and Ben. Uh, this was pretty quick because it was just a bunch of wedding stuff. But it starts off with them with Morgan. And she's just excited. She likes how he looks. And she definitely feels something building bef- between them. And they're just, you know, taking pics and being super cute. Uh, ben rips his pants doing thug pose, which is hilarious. <laughs> that is literally what I wrote down. Ben rips something in his suit, trying to squat down to do thug pose. <laughs> Get out of my brain. <laughs> Get out of mine. <laughs> then we see them later on toasting. Uh, she tells Ben about uh, her friend. She points out one of her friends that got her into Muay Thai and the little story about how she chipped her tooth. Uh, ben is scared of her Muay Thai ways. <laughs> I think he's scared of her, period. Yeah, I was like a little scared of his alpha wife, I think he called her. Mm -hmm. So then we see them sitting with the families. Uh, Morgan is sitting with his mom and the mom is very excited. But right off the bat, she's like, how many grandbabies do you want? And Morgan gives a really diplomatic answer. Like, "Uh, you know, I want to do things with my husband before we have kids. And that's something we definitely have to talk about. So she doesn't really throw out a number. And then Ben gets the same kind of talk from her mom. They're like straight cutting to the chase. And he gives the same kind of answer. Like, we have to talk about that. But then later on, he's having a conversation with the bridesmaids. And the bridesmaids tell him that she doesn't want any kids. But at one point, she did say if the right person comes along, then she would consider having kids. So he's kind of like, ooh, well, we got to talk about that. Uh, and then, of course, you got to have this conversation that we see every wedding. What are your wedding night expectations? And he says he's open, open-minded. open He's ready to bang. He's, he's down for whatever. But whatever happens, happens. To which the bridesmaids say that Morgan gets nasty. So watch out. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> You know what it means. (laughs) (laughs) We then see them cutting the cake. They're being cute. 
Morgan says this is the she hopes this is the best experience of her life. And Ben says that Morgan checks all of his boxes, except for Muay Thai, because that scares him. <laughs> and then we see them go to their honeymoon suite, which looks like, like a romantic Airbnb. It doesn't look like a honeymoon honeymoon suite from a hotel. Well, yeah, I don't know what this weird place is that they're staying, but all of them. They, uh, I don't know what kind of resort property this is. Also, how come they got like fireworks at their wedding did they get like extra budget because they had to push it back or what yeah they got a because they didn't you know use their hotel room for two nights or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. like we can transfer that credit over to a uh, firework <laughs> morgan tells him that you know his parents were delightful and so cute and he tells her that you know they actually met at a refugee camp in new orleans after war broke out in their home country and they've been married a really long time and he hopes that they will be married for a really long time, just like them. One thing, too, uh, we didn't talk about was um, we kind of see a little bit of their dynamic. Uh, like you said before, he sees her kind of as an alpha female. Mm-hmm. When they're walking to the honeymoon suite, how she's adamant that he not carry her across the threshold. When they first get in the room, which side of the bed do you want? So they're <laughs> like constantly like, okay, who's wearing the pants? Yes, so yes. I know, and it, it it seemed like he really wanted to carry her over the threshold. He's like, oh, can I? And she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> or even like before when she was saying she could take him out. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's not messing around, and he seems a little intimidated. Uh, yeah, just a, just a bit. Wee bit, but go on. They're scoping out the hotel room, and there's a gigantic bowl of condoms. To which Morgan says, what do they think we're going to do? Well, what married people do on their wedding night? <laughs> Have sex. On after party, Keisha asks him about this. And yeah, this is when he's like, okay, you're 12. Uh, <laughs> he was just like, no, we didn't do anything. You know, we kept it PG or whatever. And um, he says that like all the condoms were magnum, so he couldn't use them anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, well, why would you say that about yourself? But also, I wouldn't believe that. There's no way they would do that. Why would they do that? Hoping for a pregnancy? <laughs> I don't know. He does say that he's open to birthday sex and that he will hold all yes. his farts in. Yes. <laughs> he's not turning down any gift. <laughs> uh, like you said, they pick their sides and she makes fun of him. Like, of course, you're going to be next to the condoms. I see you. <laughs> and then all of Ben's dreams come true because they start asking about like how they sleep and he says he usually sleeps naked and she says that she gets really cold at night so she doesn't use the ac and it's like stars in his eyes like yay (laughs) i don't have to turn on my ac match made in heaven it's also february so i doubt you would have your ac on this too um, and then they go to sleep and he's like, please don't slap me with your pillow. The next morning, he does say that she kicked him in his sleep. So to which she denies that. But and then she's so sweet. She brings him some birthday cupcakes in bed that he did not eat. But they look good, though. I've never had cookies and cream cupcakes. It sounds delicious. He said on after party, he sat on them. That's why they didn't eat them. Oh, OK. I thought because of his like he works out or whatever. That also he doesn't eat sugar or carbs. He eats in his sleep, apparently. What? <laughs> Not literally, but his diet, I guess, is so restrictive that he dreams about eating. Oh, that's sad. Just eat it. <laughs> uh, 
No, then you can't be looking all hot with your shirt off. Mm, I'd rather be full and happy. <laughs> I'd rather be full and happy. <laughs> but that's just me. I do not have washboard abs or whatever they're called. <laughs> they do little ITMs in the morning. And again, Morgan's like, he looks good. She likes him with his shirt off, blah, blah, blah. And then they do an interview with Ben. And he's like, she wants to fuck. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> and then they pack for their honeymoon. They're going to Puerto Vallarta to join the rest. And um, they're packing up. Ben pours all the condoms in his suitcase and is urging her to try on her bikini now. Yeah, he pulled a Jose. That's who did that, right? <sighs> I don't remember. I, I have Jose way, 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 way past down in the depths of my brain. I never want to see. Never want to see him. Ever. That's where he belongs. All right. <laughs> That's where he belongs. Fuck NASA. <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, they and then they make it to Mexico and then they join the group and they go on this this catamaran that's called the Fat Cat. <laughs> it is. Did you notice they start playing like Jamaican beats and it's like you're in Mexico? <laughs> Why are you playing this? <laughs> They're playing like island music and I'm like, no, wrong, wrong. <laughs> Look, that's what they already had royalty-free purchased. So that's what you're going to get. Stop paying attention so much. <laughs> so like we said, they're going on this uh, booze crew situation. Immediately they spot whales in the water. It's cool. Everybody's so excited. That is cool. The conversations start. We have Alexis and Justin are talking with Ben and Morgan. And they ask them how it feels since they're freshly married because they've been married so much longer. This, that was pissing me off. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, we're so seasoned. We've been married for four days instead of two. <laughs> you guys will learn. Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, you're these wise old sages who've been in relationships forever. You have one extra day on them. Good for y'all. <laughs> oh, wait, one note. I just noticed... So they skipped the brunch with the families with Ben and Morgan since things were running late. I wonder if they're going to do that later on. I doubt it. Mm. They got the chit chats at the wedding. and I, I don't know, because I feel like Mama has things to say later on. So maybe so. Because you know when they fight on the honeymoon, Ben is going to call his Mama and complain. It could, it could happen. I don't know. So Alexis is asking Ben and Morgan how they feel. And they say that they have had a great time. Things are really good. And Morgan asks how they're doing, and Justin says that it's perfect. He feels like he's married to the female version of himself. Which is gross to say. Alexis, of course, takes this opportunity to tell them that he's celibate and that they haven't consummated their marriage. And then this was when the conversation like takes a turn, and <laughs> Justin says he's not going to be celibate forever, but once they do break it, it's going to be a routine. Then Morgan takes it a step further and says that Alexis is going to have a bad back after this, and she's going to be walking with a limp. And I'm like, what is going on? Why? Why are they doing this to us? Why is production trolling us like this? It's so much cringe. Why do they, yeah, and also, why do they think Justin has it like that? Because you can look at him and know he don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. But then at this point, the girls and the guys break off. The girls are sitting together, and... They start talking to Stasha about her decision to change her last name to Barnes. She says that she has no connection with her maiden name because she doesn't have a relationship with her father whatsoever. She's never met him, nothing. Uh, so it's meaningless to her. She doesn't care. She's more than happy to get rid of it. 
to the point that even if her and Nate don't work out, she's going to keep his name, <laughs> which is kind of weird, but it, yeah, a little bit. See, and, and I had said early in an earlier episode that she would never change her name because that's what she built her professional image in. So why would you change your name? But this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And of course this resonates with Morgan, as we know from the previous episode, she doesn't have a relationship or a good relationship with her father either. So she thinks that it's very powerful for Stasha to make uh, this decision um, and, you know, do this for herself. Um, she take, taking her life into her own hands and disassociating from a man who she knows nothing about. Uh, they continue to talk and Alexis says that, like Stasha, she wants to be all in. Um, she knows her father and, you know, it's kind of a little faux pas there. She realizes saying that it came out wrong and she immediately apologizes uh, to Stasha because, you know, she didn't mean it like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they tell her it's okay. It's fine. But she starts to get emotional. And she says she's getting that way because she's always longed to know her father and that side of her identity and family. And so it's just a really sensitive subject. It wasn't anything that Alexis said. It's just a soft spot for her. And she's just feeling her feels in the moment, basically. Yeah. Um, So this is when Alexis says that Justin is actually making her softer in the whole three days she's known him, um, <laughs> he's really had an effect on her. She's usually very blunt and direct as a person, and she doesn't ever have um, you know, any ill will or bad intentions. It's just that's the way she is. It just kind of comes out. But now that she's with Justin, she's a little bit more conscious of what she says and how she says it, I guess. Then it goes over to the boys, and Justin reveals that he has said the L word at dinner. They're all shocked. Nate thinks he's too excited and definitely jumped the gun. (laughs) But yeah, they're all like, wow, really? And he's like, yeah. Uh, But it cuts back to the ladies and they're having the same conversation. They're asking Alexis how she feels about everything that's happening. And she says that, you know, it's a lot. She didn't reciprocate. She actually wanted to run. She has a fear of commitment. So her natural instinct is to walk to walk away. And that's what she's done in the past. But Justin was understanding and told her that she didn't have to reciprocate and say it back. He can see in her actions and that's enough for him at this point. So uh, then it goes back to Justin telling the guys that Alexis isn't expressive of her feelings and he's trying to be an example and put everything out on the table. So he wants to create a comfort zone so she feels comfortable enough to do the same. He says he doesn't feel bad about saying he loves her. And they say he shouldn't if he means it. He says this honeymoon is a dream come true for him, even though she made him cry. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, They ask Miguel how it's going with Lindy. And he says that she's an absolute sweetheart. But there is a bit of friction when it comes to their issue with sex. She's not quite comfortable with him yet. So they're just testing the waters. The guys try to reassure him that, you know, sex is going to be 10 times better once they actually know each other. And Miguel says, yeah, whatever. I'm fine with having just senseless, mindless sex. It's fine. (laughs) Until we get to that point. It's like, as long as I'm getting one off, it's fine. (laughs) Next, they talk Stasha and Nate. Did you see on Reddit they're calling them the twins? Ew, no way. That's gross. Yes. But the girls say that their chemistry is insane. Oh my God. It's so good. (laughs) Uh, Nate tells the boys that they haven't had sex yet, but they did have a shower together. He makes sure to tell Mitch, yo buddy, we're saving the water. (laughs) He does say that they do have chemistry and he can feel it. 
So he has no doubts that they're going to consummate their marriage on this honeymoon because he knows that she wants it. She's just holding back. He's respecting that, but she's getting really excited, though. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Too much information. He's just so smug. Yeah. Can't stand it. I don't like him. Then the girls are asking Morgan what's going on with her and Ben in that department. And they say that they know that Morgan is feisty, whatever that means. Was she the one wilding out at the bachelor party, like crawling on the bar? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That that would be her. <laughs> uh, she says that Ben is on her 24-7, like he's up her ass already. But <laughs> no. she doesn't mind it. Uh, she says she's excited about what the future holds for them. The boys ask Ben how he's feeling and he says it's cool. She's, you know, good at massages. So she's pulling the OG moves. (laughs) Uh, Mitch pries a little bit more and says, okay, so there is some physicality going on in their relationship. And Ben says, well, it was more about the knot. And Miguel mishears him and says, (laughs) I thought you said she was massaging your nuts. (laughs) Oh, Miguel. Why? Mm -mm. Uh, But then they get serious again and he Ben is talking about how he's concerned uh, with the children's situation based on what her friends told him at the wedding that's not really a priority for her where for him family is first he says that there's a lot of questions he needs to ask but it's literally been like a whirlwind two days they've had the wedding then like straight off to the honeymoon on two hours sleep they haven't had a chance to even sit down and talk to each other like that and then again that's when the guys are like oh yeah, it's still really new for you guys, but <laughs> once you get there, you know, I can tell you from my extra one day of experience that when you start having those conversations, <laughs> you'll really get to know each other. This is when Mitch chimes in and says that he is probably moving the slowest out of the couples because they're having that attraction issue. But last night was kind of lit. They, you know, got on with their tequila and things got a little spicy. And then it cuts back to the girls where Kristen is giving like the juiciest teaser of all time to the girls. (laughs) She says she's not going to talk about what's going on with her and Mitch because she didn't want to bring down the vibes uh, in the group setting. She didn't want to harsh their time. Which I can appreciate. Yes, because yeah, nobody wants to be the Debbie Downer. Mm -mm. And now ruining everything for everybody. But she plans on telling them tomorrow when... I guess the girls and the guys are going to meet up separately Yeah, in two like different locations. So once it's just the girls, she's going to, you know, rapid fire the events from the day before. <laughs> she tells them they're going to be shooketh and that their minds are going to be blown. So we have that to look forward to. And this really intrigues Stasha. She's like, what did Mitch do? <laughs> she's like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> well, we're going to find out. What exactly did happen in the honeymoon suite after a bottle of Don Julio? <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be juicy. I hope so, because it looks like all the drama is going to happen on this next episode. It really does. It better. Everybody's fighting. It better play out like that. <laughs> yeah, we got Ben and Morgan crying on the beach. We got Miguel and Lindy. Looks like they're having some issues. Yep. We still got, yeah, Mitch and Kristen with the drama. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. But till next time, everyone, if you have any cheesemit, again, send that over on Instagram. We are the Cheese McQueens podcast. And on Twitter, we are Cheese McQueens, where Igby may or may not tweet 
on Wednesday. <laughs> and if you could please rate, review, and subscribe to a podcast, that'll really help us out. That's all I got. Igby, you got anything else? Mm, no, not today. <laughs> all right, then. Bye. See ya. Thank you.